You are a verb. The activity of life itself happening in, through, in, as you. Your every thought, word, deed, and emotion creates a demand in the universe. A demand to convert your inner vibration into outer manifestation. Everything about you is a yes to something. Where is your yes? Greetings, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. Where is your yes? I'm Reverend Deborah Johnson, known as Rev D, and am so pleased to be spending this time with you. What a glorious time that it is. Life is always in session. We come here to take off the blinders. We come here to remember the truth of who we are. We come here to ground ourselves in a spiritual awareness so that we're no longer colluding with disempowering thoughts and uh, belief systems. In this particular podcast, we use as a focal point these divine downloads that I get. They are spirit messages. Often they come in the forms of letters some of which I have transcribed into a series called Letters from the Infinite, published by Sounds True. Volume 1 is The Sacred Yes, and Volume 2 is Your Deepest Intent. Today we're going to be focusing on the letter Confess Your Hearts, that's in uh, The Sacred Yes. We're going to be looking at the letter kind of in its midsection, Middle, the middle of the letter in sections four and uh, five. I will share with you the letter as close as I can recall receiving it so that you can be listening to what I was listening to and get a sense of that uh, vibration uh, for yourself. Too many of you believe that the answers to your problems, the riddles of your lifetimes, can be found in some lofty revelation of new material that you've never thought of. Since you have turned everything in your life, topsy-turvy and upside down and over and over and over again, analyzing the same tinker toys, as you would say, you're certain that the answers have not only eluded you, but have never even presented themselves. Thus, you're always waiting for some new insight that in some way will actually provide you with new information. However, The answers to the riddles of your life are not in some new information that you haven't seen or thought of before. The answers to the riddles of your life are right in front.
front of you. They've been staring you in the face all the time. It's not that you need new information. What you need is a new interpretation of what is in front of you. You need to see it differently. When scientists, mathematicians, engineers, philosophers, anyone who is searching with diligence, even athletes or dancers, arrive at a great new discovery, what always strikes them is the fact that it had been underneath their noses all along. Yet, they just couldn't see it. Remember what I told you some time ago, my reverend daughter, when you were waiting for me to reveal to you some new truth or insight for you to give to the people so that you can make the contribution to the world that you feel destined to make. At that time, you couldn't understand why I was asking you to speak and write, because in your view, everything that ever needed to be said or written had already been said or written, and you couldn't understand what new contribution you could make. And I explained to you that real genius It's not about identifying some far-off, remote thing that nobody else knew anything about. True genius is making plain the obvious that everyone is simply missing. You are simply missing the answers to the riddles of your life because you are not accepting the fact that the answers are always with you right where you are even in the midst of what you are experiencing. As you know, my child, Great discoveries often use principles and information discovered earlier that have not been applied in this new manner if used at all. The mathematical principles that Einstein used to prove his theory of relativity were based upon the mathematical principles discovered by Galileo hundreds of years before. However, the society in which Galileo lived had no meaningful way to apply these principles. It wasn't until the scientists started asking the questions that made the information relevant that they were able to utilize it. The same is true with your lives. The truth is given to you sometimes, but 
you don't have anything to attach it to. The information is lying all around you. Seek and ye shall find, yes, but you aren't always seeking the truth. Too often you're seeking validation for what you think you already know. You're seeking to reinforce your own thoughts and interpretations. The reason why you don't get answers to most of the riddles in your life is not that the answers aren't there. It's because you're asking the wrong questions. You're asking questions like, when will this be over? What's wrong with this one or that one? Or maybe even with yourself. Why doesn't it ever work out? Why is this going on now? You're asking these questions in a way that makes it seem as though what's going on in your life shouldn't be going on. You keep trying to get out of where you are and to get on to where you think you ought to be. Your assumption being that the answer is over there. It is your inability to be with yourself where you are. That is the difficulty here. Just breathe this in for a moment. Take another breath. We're so anxious to get on. We're so anxious to move on. As though where we are shouldn't be going on. But wherever we are is the natural byproduct and the residual of whatever else has already been set into motion. So it's not wrong in that standpoint. It's just the byproduct. It may not be the highest and the best, but it's not a mystery. In the United States, we have more mass shootings every year than there are days in the year. But it's not a mystery. You can see the trajectory of what we have set into motion that enables it to be that way. It's the same thing in our personal lives. But here's the thing. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. 
as long as we're still stuck on trying to manipulate and change the outer world of effect, then we're coming to the altar of life with the building blocks, with the tinker toys, with the, with the Legos, and we put them all down and we're saying to the universe, make something out of this. But there might be other things that need to be at the table. Maybe the things we brought to the table aren't part of the mix of what actually is next. Nothing gets left out. Everything just gets transformed. It gets transmuted. But the way in which you have it. Like if you come to the chef with the egg. And you say. You know, do something with this egg. And there's a cake that's at the end and you're upset. Well, what did you do with my egg? <laughs> yeah, I gave you my egg to use, but 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 where is it? You're what? <laughs> well, it, it it's not an egg anymore. In the sense that it was an egg, it's now become a part of something much bigger and something much better. We keep asking the questions about what's wrong with this thing or that thing. And the reason why we never get any answers is because there's no answer to that. How can you have an answer to a faulty question? It'd be like forever asking the question of, well, why is the ground in the sky? You can ask that forever, but you're never going to get an answer that's going to satisfy you. You can keep asking what's wrong with yourself or wrong with this one or that one. You can keep asking yourself that. But you're never going to get an answer to satisfy. And whatever answer you get, that isn't necessarily going to resolve the situation. I'm reminded of this old joke about this guy that went to the psychiatrist because he was biting his fingernails. And after about six months, friends asked him, how is it going with that psychiatrist? He says, oh, it's really going well. Then you're making progress? Yeah, I've made a lot of progress. Oh, so you're not biting your nails as much? You're not biting them anymore? Oh, yeah, I'm still biting my nails. It just now I know why. That's what too many of us do. As if the pearl of the wisdom is in the understanding of the why that it's been off. Instead of the growth and the transformation into the healing. What do you want to know? Do you really want to know why it's off? Or do you really want it to be on? I can remember a relationship that I was in and it's just made me nuts. It just made me nuts. Because things would just change. But I wouldn't get that sense of resolution from having 
talked it through, worked it out, a clear understanding that each of us was heard and, you know, all of the rest of that, it would just change. And for a while, it took me a while to trust that. <laughs> My mother was a math teacher, and so was her sister. They, they team taught together. And you, you used to always have to prove the answer. It, you might have gotten a right answer, but perhaps for the wrong reason. So it, it took a while. And after a while, I just had to really ask myself, well, Deborah, what do you really want? Do, do you want the satisfaction of knowing that all of your thoughts and feelings and all the rest of that has been dealt with and analyzed and you agree and you see, is, is that what you really want the most? Or do you want what you now have, which is the new trajectory, the new patterns, the things that you're actually praying for? I know we shouldn't do spiritual bypass. So what I had to learn was that if there was something that I needed to work out and resolve, then I needed to work out and resolve it. But I didn't have to drag her into that process when she had already clicked and changed and uh, moved on. What do you want? As long as we're still trying to find the answer to what's wrong. We're getting in our way. Seek and ye shall find. Yes, but what are you looking for? Are you looking for the fault or are you looking for the truth? Healing isn't about fixing what's wrong. Healing is about amplifying what's right and what's true. Even in your body temple, Healing isn't about getting rid of the disease or getting rid of the illness. Healing is about pumping up your health. Pumping up the chi. There's always something within you that's right. Even if you get something as invasive as a heart transplant, the doctors are counting on there's something that's still right within you. And that what is right within you will accept this new heart and literally not skip a beat. You don't get healthy by focusing on trying to get rid of it. If you ever talk to a survivor of cancer, They'll tell you this, that they didn't get on the other side of cancer by just fighting cancer, trying to get rid of cancer, or trying to figure out why it came upon them and was ruining their life. No, they set new patterns of health into motion. They doubled down on what does work. They doubled down on the self-care. They doubled down on releasing creative energies within them. They doubled down on expressing the love that hadn't had a chance to come out 
they doubled down on the prioritizations of their life and putting their time and their effort and their energy on the things that were really meaningful. They doubled down on their gratitude and finding more ways to uh, be expressive and uh, to be thankful for appreciation and all of the little things that they were just too busy before to even see and to notice. That's how they got on the other side. And such as it is in your life. What are the questions that you're asking? As it was explaining in the letter, the truth is always right in front of you. I always find that amazing. The truth is always right in front of you. When you hit upon the truth, there's something that goes, ah, yes. Even in those times when you're frustrated and upset, let's just say you, I don't know, you find out that your mate has been cheating on you. You find out that uh, your kid has been doing drugs. Uh, you find out that uh, your business in your company isn't doing as well as you thought that it was because somebody's been lying or hiding information. You know what winds up happening in those moments. Your mind starts to repeat things. It starts to evaluate and it starts to look at the things with new eyes and all of a sudden, you begin to notice things. You begin to notice the, I call it the breadcrumbs, the clues that were there all along that you just weren't paying attention to. So much so that you often can get to the point where you stop being mad at the other person, but you get mad at yourself for having ignored all the clues, especially the red flags. I contend with one-on-one relationships that when it really goes south, really goes sour, whether you actually break up or not, the writing was on the wall within the first 30 days. That whatever the big issue was, it was apparent within the first 30 days. Some habit pattern, some inkling feeling uh, that you had, something somebody told you, something that you saw or heard and you just kind of it away and didn't do anything with it, whatever. But what I am telling you is that if you're willing to see, just see, don't filter it out. I can hear my Angelou now. When people tell you about themselves, believe them the first time. The truth isn't hiding. It's right in front of you.
stop going over hill and dale looking for it and just affirm i see i discern i know i sense i am in tune I am connected. When you start with that as the premise, you get the kaleidoscopic twist that allows you to see the truth that was right in front of you. So I ask you, are you willing to start yourself Starting, willing, are you willing to start with yourself and to start asking yourself different questions? Empowering questions? Questions that lead to the discovery of your potential and your capabilities? Not just to faults and shortcomings? Ask the questions, what's right with me? What more is waiting for me? What potentiality can be expressed more fully in me? How can I be more of what I'm called here to be? Ask those questions. And watch life become a glorious adventure that you look forward to. Not something that you try to hedge against. Think on these things. And I look forward to being with you on another episode. Peace and blessings. Thank you for being with us. Check out my other podcast shows and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What's on your mind? Please visit my website at RevDNow.com and join the conversation on my Where Is Your Yes blog. You can submit a question or comment and join the contact list. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. Where is your yes?